I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, happy new year. Uh, here today with Cindy Zabeda, we go to church together. Yes, we do. Um, how long have you been coming to Oakland Heights? Mm, about four or five years. Okay, so obviously I have a guest in the show. We're doing a testimony time and um, I've heard Cindy's uh testimony before but you probably have not and so and I'm sure I have not heard everything I'm really excited to have her on today so thanks for coming in yeah you're welcome (laughs) I'm excited to be here so tell me uh just starting kind of at the beginning about your childhood and just how things were when you were being brought up Mm -hmm. so I was born in El Salvador which is three countries down United States right um, I was born in 1988. Um, my grandmom was Catholic or is Catholic, but she cannot go to church now. Um, so I was born in a Catholic, you know, family. Um, uh, when you're Catholic, you know, if your parents are Catholic, you have to be Catholic. Right. Um, then my, my parents were Catholic too. Um, but they got divorced when I was around four years old. Okay. My my mom um, decided to leave him because he was abusive and alcoholic, and she was getting beaten up. Right, uh, being abused. Being abused, yeah, physical abuse. Um, so I was born. Um, then I have two uh, siblings, one brother and one sister. I'm the middle child. So, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I knew you had a brother. Yeah. Well, that's I have pretty a brother. Cool. He yeah. lives here in Cartersville. What the heck? Have I met your brother? <laughs> no, you haven't. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't been to church. Okay. Um, so, yes, I was born in El Salvador. And so you've got your siblings, and were y'all close growing up? Yeah, we were close. I mean, we fought a lot. Yeah. Were I you? always won, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just to be noted, guys. I, no. <laughs> it was me. So... Did you live with your mom then? Yeah, so we uh, lived with my mom and my dad. Um, then when they got divorced, we stayed with, with my dad. Mm. And then I don't remember like growing up with my mom and my dad together. Okay. Until I see saw pictures. Right. But I, I didn't know about my mom. It was just my stepmom and my dad. So my stepmom was like abusive mm. towards us. Um, then my dad didn't know because he worked a lot. Um, then, um, my, my dad was alcoholic, like I said, and he committed a crime and flee from, from the police. So we stayed, um, at the house. He said goodbye. He hugged us. That was a Oh, goodness. Yeah. So he hugged us and then he, he left. And so um, I was about maybe seven years old. And um, then we were like, okay, we don't have a mom. We don't have a dad. So kind of like Defax here took us the following day. Um, So Defax took us and um, we went there for like about two months. Okay. Uh I remember because I was thinking, oh, it's almost my birthday. It's almost November. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Uh So my grandmom, my mom's mom, 
in my dad's uh, mom, they were fighting over us, you oh. know, in court. Yeah. So my mom's mom, um, she's the one who won our custody because mom is not here, dad is uh, fleeing. Right. So um, thank God we stayed with, with her. Yeah. So in 2004, I was 15 already. My mom um, went to El Salvador because um, she wanted to, to celebrate my quinceanera party. Okay. So she went there, and that's when I met my mom. Wow. I was like, oh, yes, we're going to go to the airport and go and pick up your um, your mom. And I'm like, okay. So when I saw her, like, and I was talking to her, I always referred to her as aunt, like tia. Yeah. Because I never said, oh, mom, you know, for 15 years. Right. It'd be like foreign to you for sure uh -huh. um then um she celebrated my celebrated my quinceanera party in february and then she decided i cannot leave my kids here because of the gangs a lot of crime right a lot of kids being um introduced to you know alcohol and and wanting the gangs wanted uh, the young kids to join mm. the gang. So my mom said, no, I'm not. Um, I'm going to take you to El Salvador, to uh, the United States. Mm. So we were sad, of course, we were sad because we were going to leave everything in a lot of changes. Your home, yeah. You know, uh, living with, with them and then living with my dad and then living with my grandma, now a different country. Yeah. And we came to the United States um, illegally. Right. Uh, we crossing Salvador and then cross Guatemala and then Mexico and then the United States. Now, did you already say, had she been to the United States before? She was here. Okay. So when she... Um, but she was already here illegally before. Yes. Okay. She had the work permit. Okay. A, like a permit to uh, to work and have a license. Yeah. But she couldn't come back to the United States. It's it's a it's yeah a, the whole thing yeah. there. <laughs> so um, she brought us um, here legally because she didn't I mean our dad. My dad was fleeing and right. my grandma was getting old. So she decided, and we were sad. Then um, we came in May of two thousand and four. Yeah. Um, so this May of 2024 will be 20 years I have been living here in the, wow, United, yeah. in the United States. So I have been living here more than my country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, just for you to know, <laughs> I am not illegal anymore. I, I am... <laughs> Update. Uh, <laughs> yes. A citizen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Um, I became citizen um, maybe, what... Four years ago, yeah. five years ago, it's a long process and I hear. a lot of money. Kind of complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, but um, I'm a citizen now, and um, that is a blessing. You know, yeah. I do not judge people that come because uh, illegally because of of whatever the, situation. The hardships. Yes, usually. Here. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's really like a crazy story, honestly, like all the different things that you said you went through. And I mean, not only are they different things, but they're really hard things that you mm -hmm. went through. So your mom took you and your brother and sister and came over to the United States. Did y'all come to Georgia? 
Yeah, so my mom brought my sister and I because my brother didn't want to come in. Okay. Yeah, and she regrets. So that's her story to right. tell. Um, so we, we both came, my sister and I um, came, and um, yes, we came to the house that she's living currently at. Okay. <laughs> so we have, we came to Cartersville until I got married and moved to Calhoun and then came back to Cartersville. Okay. This has been my home. And sh and she was Catholic, right? She was Catholic. Now, was yeah. she like a practicing Catholic? Did she go to mass uh, or? Since she came to the United States, I don't think she went to church. Right. In my country, we went every day. And like my grandma was like very Catholic. Yeah. Not only with her mouth, but actually she served there a lot. Um, and we served alongside with her. Yeah. Well, and probably like it's more culturally, uh, I don't know, that probably worded that wrong. Like, like there's more Catholics in El Salvador, I would imagine, than maybe the United States. I feel like I see a lot more like Baptist churches or Christian churches around here than, than maybe a Catholic church. I don't feel like there's as many. Uh -huh. I think there's only one here. Um, over there, I mean, there's, there was only one in about four Christian mm -hmm. churches. There was one behind my house and I could hear, you know, the songs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I visited one when I was little with my friends, uh, in my, on the road or neighborhood. We didn't have neighborhood, but on our street. Or yeah. Whatever, we were the only Catholics. The rest went to the same church, Christian church. Oh, interesting. And I went one or twice with them. Okay, yeah. No, I didn't even know that. But I don't think they have sound doctrine, though. Right, yeah. So you're a teenager going through all these things. Now, totally uprooted, brought to the United States. How How was your belief system for you during that time? Like, did you, were you just kind of like living life, trying to get through the days, not really giving much thought about spiritual stuff or what was your beliefs so my mom she went to the catholic church every once in a while and we went with her but um no we didn't i just knew there was a god mm -hmm. and that one died for me mm -hmm. that's what i did my, i i knew but not a relationship and you know catholics don't don't believe i did i did all my sacraments with um in the catholic church but I never understood, like, yeah. I know this Christ that I am dressing because we helped dressing all the saints. Okay, so will you explain what the sacraments are? Because, you know, I mean, if the ones that you know or remember, because mm -hmm. I am not really up to speed on those things. So we, uh, I got baptized, right, uh, when I was a baby. Okay, yeah. Then um, after baptism is the uh, first communion. Okay. And then the... Um, How old are you when you take the First Communion? Is it a certain age or...? Uh, yes, you have to go to some classes uh, for a year, something like that. Um, then after you take those classes, then there's like a... Uh, not like a graduation. You wear a white dress. And, okay. And then you take your First Communion on that day, on the uh, graduation or whatever. Okay. Um, but about, I don't know, eight, nine. So I was already with my grandma. Right. Uh, yeah. Over there in Salvador. Yeah. So when you, when, when you do, you say something about dressing the, dressing Christ or dressing the saints. Oh, yeah. What is so, that? So after I, um, I was serving, you know, 
in, in the Catholic Church, I was the one that was beside the uh, priest. Okay. That was helping him, like flip the page. I got the uh, first, after him, I got the first bite of the um, the bread uh-huh. and the uh, wine, uh, real wine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was the one who was helping him. And then when we went to clean the uh, church with my grandma, um, if it was, you know, the time to change them, then we would change the saints and... What does that mean? Change them? To... Like clothes, they uh, like every once in a while we need to change them, like the colors. So like statues. The saints, yeah, the uh, like. So they're stat- Virgin Mary. Okay. Yeah, like so they're like like three D statues because uh-huh. it's a statue, not a painting, Nicole. <laughs> so it's a statue, and they have clothes on, and you change their uh-huh. clothes sometimes. We change the clothes. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Well, I I was not very familiar with these things because I went to a Catholic mass one time. I think I was in middle school with my friend. And I was like, it was a lot of standing up and sitting down and reciting stuff. I don't know what Uh this is. It was different. So I know all of that. Right. Yeah. And after, um, so baptism, first communion, um, then confirmation, um, I did all of that. Then it's the uh, quinceañera, I think it's part of it. I remember. Right. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah. So while you were attending Mass during those years, did they ever present the gospel of Jesus dying on the cross? Like, was there they, the gospel? They they said it. I didn't know it was the gospel, but it wasn't like, oh, he died for you and and he takes away your sins. And like on the prayer, some of the prayers, it says that, but they're not like, oh, we're concerned about your eternity. Do you want... Um, you want me to explain to you? Um, I don't remember reading from like the about, Bible. Right. I mean, my grandmom had a Bible, a Catholic Bible, and she had it open on Psalms 91. Yeah, we, right. had, we could memorize it and stuff, but we didn't read the Bible at church or at the house. Okay, yeah. So in your teenage years while you're in the United States, mm-hmm. you just... You were kind of familiar of the things that you were taught, but mm-hmm. like didn't have your own personal relationship with the Lord. No, I didn't even know that you can have a relationship right. with God. Like what? Yeah. I mean, you I just kind of went through all the uh, uh, work stuff, yes. the sacraments mm-hmm. that you said mm-hmm. without really realizing like the personal relationship mm-hmm. aspect. Okay. It was just like, oh, my grandma is doing it. We need to serve and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we came in May of 2004. Then um, I went to high school in May, uh, not May, uh, August. And we were trying to learn English. Right. Uh, different language, different culture. Um, I can't even imagine. how it feels to have a mom. Mm. Um, it was bad. Yeah. That was hard. Probably a really super hard adjustment. So, but you made friends uh, when you came? Yes. Yeah, so I went to Woodland High School, which is the best high school. <laughs> um, and um, we uh, started in 10th grade because I was 15. Um, we learned some English. We passed uh, all the tests. Ex- well, I passed all the tests except for one. Then it took me like three more years to pass the last one I was taking and retaking and retaking right. until I passed it. Um, but we graduated. I graduated uh, in 2007. Um, I made a few friends because I didn't speak English. I did. I couldn't have, you know, 
a lot of friends. Um, but yeah. I have friends that um, in the soccer team that try to speak Spanish. Oh, that's I mean, sweet. Bad, bad Spanish. Like me. I mean, like, like <laughs> bad words. Oh, okay. No, not <laughs> so like me. Not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but they helped me, you know, be more like confident. Yeah. And I loved playing soccer. So it was, it was a good time. How you cool know. is that? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not glad they were saying bad things to you, <laughs> but I'm glad that you were able they to were build nice. some relationships. And, yes. Yeah. So when, at what point in your life did you uh, recognize Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and have a relationship with him? Okay. So I graduated in 2007. Then I started working at a beauty salon, um, just cleaning yeah. the hair that was on the floor. Right. And then she said, "Hey, I won't need you anymore. She's still, she's still one of my friends and the one who cuts my hair. <gasps> this yeah. is sweet." Yes. Um, she said, uh, "Los Arcos is um, needing a server. Do you want to go over there? I can take you." So she took me, and I was hired. And I worked there for about three to four years, and that's where I met my husband. Yeah. So my mom was starting going to church, to a Christian church. Okay. Um, by that time. And so she learned about Jesus and what he did, but he, she didn't fully understood until a couple of months ago. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But she wanted me to go to church. Well, all of us. But she said, come on, Cindy, let's go. They're going to have like a uh, breakfast for ladies. And I, okay, I'll go. <laughs> so I went and they were praying. It was a uh, Pentecostal church. Um. So they were praying and they were saying about how you suffer when you were little, blah, blah, blah. And I was like a mess, crying. Um, so um, that's when I heard the gospel for the first time. I mean, a lot of times. And right. I got saved. Yeah. A lot of times. Because <laughs> you believed that you could lose your salvation. They believed that you could lose. Like if that's you right, sin, yeah. then you, you lose it because, you know. Anyway, so I got married in a Catholic church, even though I was going to a Christian church, but we were new and I was not saved. Right. I wasn't saved. My husband was, but I didn't know he was, he didn't have a relationship and that's his part of his testimony. Um, So one day he came um, to uh, Los Arcos and I was his server with, he was with his boss and um, this is like a movie. <laughs> uh, he, um, I went and then he said it was love at first sight. And I said, that's so cute. Uh, <laughs> not me. Because a lot of men, mm-hmm. that's it. If you're a server, I mean, they leave yes. their phone number. And I'm like, no, bye. A bunch of sweet talking uh, and hitting on you. Yep. So, yes. So he checked my name and he said, Cindy, can you put lime on my water? No, when I was taking the... Uh, and I'm like, what? He knows my name. <laughs> um, then he, when they were leaving, um, the his boss' wife said, hey, he's really nice man. Work, uh, he's a hardworking man. Um, he left his phone number on on the back of the ticket. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's sweet. Uh-huh. So I threw it away. But then when they <laughs> left, I checked in the trash <laughs> for that ticket until I found it. And he said, me amigo le gustas tu. My friend likes you. 
well, his boss has oh. put and put his phone number. That's almost better than him leaving his own phone number because uh-huh. it wasn't aggressive. Uh-huh. That's yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Then the following day, that was on a Thursday, table 34. <laughs> um, then the following day, he came and I didn't, I didn't see him come into the restaurant and he asked for me. And I was like, oh, he said, table four, uh, he asked for you, so go check on him. And I'm like, oh, hi. And then I was like, it's him. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> And then everything got weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, so when is, you, when is your um, day off? And I said, oh, tomorrow. What do you do on your day off? And I said, I play soccer in Dalton. He said, can I go see you? And I said, no. <laughs> he said, can I have your phone number? No. <laughs> I don't give my phone numbers to strangers. Right. And I was like, but I have yours. <laughs> I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> I did. And I did. The following week I did. Oh, on yeah. On a Wednesday. I still remember. I was on break. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to call him. And, he, and then I put, um, um, what's it called? The, uh, this sign? The plus sign? No, this one. Oh, the asterisk? Yes, uh-huh. that one. Then 67 and then his phone number. <laughs> so he didn't have my phone number. You're playing hard to get. Yes. So <laughs> he said, um, he was working. I mean, he was uh, on a traffic stop. He said, oh, Hi. Who's this? And I said, Cindy, the server. He said, oh, can you hang, hang on for a second? I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, you know how... Now he's playing hard to get. It took for me to call you. And now I'm on hold. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, he came back again to the restaurant and brought some of his friends to meet me and whatever. Anyways, oh my we goodness. started going out. Yeah. After a couple of months, we started going out. And then... Um, we got married in 2010, um, and we were going to church, to the uh, Christian church. Right. But because his parents and all his family are Catholic, I decided, okay, then let's just go and get married at the Catholic church in Florida. So we went over there. Right. Uh, and got married, and then came back and went to live at um, Calhoun, and uh, then... That's when things got hard with uh, marriage, and mm-hmm. I ended up in jail for a couple of days. Yes, I was in jail. I'm like, Not are, for a good thing. I'm I like, mean, are you gonna... who goes to jail for good <laughs> stuff, right? You're going to finally tell me. <laughs> and uh, so, and so jail. mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. <laughs> So I went to jail, um, not for good things, and um, I got out, and I couldn't be with my husband or or the girls, Mm -hmm. so I went with my mom um, for a couple of days, and she said, let's go to church, and then her church, the church that I was going to before, had planted a church that my mom was part of here in Cartersville, or the uh, Liberty Square. Oh, really? It was a church on, like, we were renting on the back. Yeah. The youth. Um, Buildings. Yeah. <laughs> so we were there, and that's when um, the uh, pastor's son-in-law was preaching about Peter. And my husband wasn't there, only my mom, and I was feeling like trash, just got no. out of jail. And um, I mean, how can God forgive me, you know? So uh, he was preaching about uh, Peter, about how he, uh, let me read it. Yeah. 
Matthew 14:28 it says and Peter answered him and said Lord if it be thou bid me come unto thee on the water and he said come and when Peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to Jesus but when he saw the wind boisterous boisterous yeah he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried saying Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou mm-hmm. doubt? Mm-hmm. So that's how I was feeling. I was feeling like, okay, Jesus, I see you. Yeah. I know that he was preaching about it. I know that you care for me. Mm. But I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. Then the preacher said, like, if you feel like uh, drowning in you want mm. Jesus' hand to help you, like he helped Peter, mm. he can draw you. His towel is ready for you. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So I went to the um, altar one more time. Yeah. And I'm like, now I know I'm a sinner. Mm. Because before I didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, but you could see what you just went through and how God loved you in the state that you're in. And maybe you didn't understand that before. Yeah. I didn't understand quite like I was a sinner. Now I'm like, okay, I, Mm. I am so disgusting (laughs) and he can still, he can still save me and he's ready for me. Amen. And that is the, that is the gospel, ain't it? Mm -hmm. How good he is to us. Yeah, something I heard this morning, it said, uh, I, somebody said it, um, but it, it was, uh, God knows us fully and fully loves us. Mm-hmm. It's true. So that happened in June of 2015. Mm. Um, then uh, me and my husband were talking about divorce and um, mm. I wanted to get divorced and Thank God he asked for counseling and uh, like yeah. biblical counseling. Um, I don't know how he found it online and they were Christians. Well, yeah. Uh, so we took some counseling and um, we got restored mm-hmm. our marriage. Praise we God. sold the house in Cajun in, in two weeks. Wow. Then moved to Cartersville, back to Cartersville. And we had to stay with my mom for six months until we found the house that we're living at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is like really incredible though. All the things that you've been through, but that like God still shows himself through it all. Yes. And imagine like three countries Yeah, in the middle. And I found Jesus here. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God for all that. And I am so thankful that God... Like, it's his business of restoring, you know, restoring us to him. And even after we're saved, that he is, he transforms us, you know? Yes. And even though I wasn't thinking Mm. about God, he took care of me over there. Yeah. When I was little. I mean, I I remember when I was little and my dad was sad because of the stepmom. And we were sitting around him. I still remember at the... uh, at the, uh, on the bed and he had a gun on his hand and he 
his gun was on his head. Oh, gosh. That is horrible. I am so sorry you had to go through that. So um, he had his gun on his head and um, with us around him and we were saying, don't do it, don't do it, oh, even gosh. though we didn't know. I mean, we were little. Yeah. What, maybe I was six years old? Oh, my I goodness. Um, we said, don't do it, and like begging him. And and then my sister took took the gun and I hit it. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. I didn't even know how to handle. That was my first time touching a gun. Right. Um, anyways, I hit it, and he didn't kill, kill himself, but it was, yeah, it was traumatizing, and I, am um, I didn't know that was not normal. Right. Until I came. Yeah. Here, and, and sometimes I think I, we, we got spanking a lot, because we were being mean, and to each other with my sister and brother, but people don't know how how hard yeah was living without mom and dad yeah yeah no i can't i can't even imagine and it is very true that like life is not without its hardships and even when you become saved you know life doesn't get super easy <laughs> and i think when you become saved and then you're reading the bible or you're taking discipleship mm-hmm. it's like a healing process yes I mean, I I already finished discipleship this year, yeah, and still, and I'm like, what? Still, right. my past is coming. Yeah, what is this? Yeah, I thought I I was done. Yeah, I thought I, th- I threw I thought I grew and I arrived and I'm fine now. Yeah, like things are good. No, it, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So um, then that happened. God restored marriage, marriage, and and now we have three beautiful. We had two back then, and now we have three. Shyla yes, yeah. 11, almost 12. Uh, oh, crazy. Victoria is 9, and Daniela, she will be 6 in February. Yeah. Um, so um, we were living at the same house, like I was telling you, and then uh, we were going to um, that church. Right. The church plant where I got saved, Pentecostal church. But I never, I knew saved, but they... Because I believe that you can lose your salvation. I was always like, I don't know, like anxious. Oh, I sinned. Oh, right. Goodness. Now I need to get saved again. Like living and, in fear. And I mean, they were good about sharing the gospel. Right. Every Sunday. And I will go and get saved again and again and again and again. Mm. But then during the day, I'm like, if I die today, I'm going to go to hell. Right. So um, anyways... Then my husband, you know, got sent Thomas Harding yes. to be a neighbor. And we go and say hi to them. Uh, my husband became friends um, with him. And then they were going to the gym and stuff. And then my husband asked, hey, I was looking for a man so we can, like, we can do Bible study. Um, he said, yeah, wait, let's do Bible study. And he asked Pastor James if it was okay because he was from my husband and I were going to a different church. Right. So they started discipleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still remember because I, I just had uh, Daniela. I was born in February, mm-hmm. and um, it was like thirty days. Uh, some I can't remember. Two weeks or three weeks. 
And then there was the discipleship conference that my husband was going in. When he came home, you know, it's an all-day thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he came home for lunch. He said, yeah, I'm going to go back in the afternoon. I'm like, yeah, you're having the best life. While I'm taking <laughs> care of a baby, I cannot sleep. I cannot have a break. I cannot eat. Take the baby with you. <laughs> and I was so mad. Right. I was so mad. And he was so excited <laughs> to tell me, I learned this, 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 and that. Anyways, um, then my husband was reading the Bible. Um at home and then he's like what you cannot lose your salvation oh. and then he talked to the pastor at the church we were going to right and he and he asked him hey the bible says that you cannot oh no you can and blah 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 so my the the uh, verse that my husband when my husband i mean it was only the holy spirit right that showed him and then he made the decision to move it's in john 10 27 let me read it for you yeah um it says my sheep hear my voice and i know them mm. and they follow me and i give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish mm. neither shall any man pluck them mm. out of my hand my father which gave them me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Amen. That's what my husband's like. Like his brain was just like, and he told me, "Baby, we cannot lose our salvation." So my husband to uh, talk to the pastor we were going to, and we said he said bye uh, to them and said we're gonna make the move and we're gonna try and find another church. He was really nice, the pastor. Yeah. And he prayed for my husband and and we stopped going right. there, but. Since my husband was doing Bible study with um, Thomas, he had invited the girls, uh, us to go to Awana. So I was taking the girls to Awana. Right. Like Shyla, it was the only one who could go. Uh, so we were going to Awana, and then my husband said, so we already know the church. Let's go and try one. I'm like, what? English. And I said, no. <laughs> I'm not going to that church. Right. And he said, let's just try. I'm like, I'm not going to understand anything. Mm. So when I went... Um, Cindy, um, we went to a small group yeah. too, um, to James, Jim Baxter, yeah. small group. And Cindy was there and she's from El Salvador. And then she talked to Mandy Baxter and said, Hey, sit with her. Mm. Um, I, I guess she told her because she was like all of me. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Oh, hi. Mama. You and know, so Mandy nice. discipled me. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, she's so nice. And um, so she was really nice to me on the first time, on the first, I mean, always, but she right. really nice. I still remember the first time I went um, because we didn't know anybody. And I remember understanding like 60 to 70 percent of what Pastor James, he was the pastor already. Right. Uh -huh. So um, so we started going there and then my husband said, what do you think? And I was I was already watching uh, videos of the church before we decided to right go. you're trying to like prepare yourself I'm like i want some music you can feel the holy spirit remember <laughs> i was i was pentecostal yeah. uh, and then i'm like it sounded horrible i'm sorry the sound <laughs> the sound in youtube is horrible no our sound system back then was awful yes, it was it was I mean, when I went, I'm like, okay, it doesn't sound too bad. It's not too bad. In person, it's yeah, fine. It's, yeah. In person, it's fine. So my husband said, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, English, I don't know. 
But he said, let's try one more time. And then my, mm-hmm. let's go try First Baptist Church. We can go Tabernacle. And then he said, no, I think we should stay here. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Whatever <laughs> you say. Um, we can go there. Um, so we started going there like about in August, I believe, in, of 2019. Mm-hmm. Right before COVID. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was crazy So it was time. like, yeah, you know, COVID, it's... It, we started in 2019, but it came in 2020 to the United States. Yeah. Like so, um, anyway, since then, we have been there. Yeah, praise God. Like, what a journey, you know? And just, I think it's so cool how um, when we are, even when we're not, but um, especially when we're seeking the Lord and He can reveals truths to us. And so as Frank is reading the Bible, I mean, how cool that he comes and he reads that verse and what peace it must have brought to you guys to know God doesn't let you go once you ask him to be your savior. And it was hard to understand because of the parents. Yeah. My dad, like the figure of a father, I didn't have a good mic. Yeah. Yes. He's a good, good father. You know, the songs and the Bible says it. He's a good father, but why my my father was not good? He it was not faithful, and he was yeah. probably a bit I unstable. Mean, he, he tried, and he gave us his best, mm. yeah, but he, still lets us down. Yeah, they they let us down like we do to our kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did this devotional book uh, back when I was eighteen, and it was uh, in my father's house, and it was relating. Uh, to God as Father, and how your perception of your earthly father distorts your perception of who God is, mm-hmm. and you're never really going to know the difference there, because you're always going to, like, uh, depending on how your father was, like, live in fear, or not a closeness, or always feel like he's mad at you, or distant, yes. or these things, and you're not really going to know the difference if you don't read your Bible, yes. and the Bible will tell you who God is and yes. how he is the perfect father. Yes. yes. So I feel like I, maybe until now I'm still learning my identity. Yeah. I mean, I had no identity. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're a kid and an adult too, when you fail, well, when, when I was little, I fell and then, oh, I did, I disobeyed and they will hit me. Mm. Um, and I'm like, so this is what a father does. So I felt like God was like, okay, so I fell. He doesn't love me. Right. Yeah. So no identity. But now oh, yeah. I understand. And it, it has been recently when I was learning in Ephesians, like when when God sees me, he sees Jesus. Yeah. He doesn't see my sin. Yeah. He doesn't see how like you don't measure up or find all the flaws and faults with you mm-hmm. and imperfections and yeah. So, um, it's, yes, my, my childhood was hard, but now I can, I can enjoy that my girls are not going to go. Praise to God. Yeah. And I don't want to, and I'm, I'll fight for it. Yes. Because, um, it's good when you, when you have, parents that are Christians and you're born in a Christian yeah and you don't know yeah you don't know how blessed you are mm. I want my girls to have that and it's 
it's a fight yeah. of my flesh. You know, first generation, first generation Christian, it's, it's difficult. Right. But I have everything I need. I have the Bible and I have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I need to trust God that my kids are going to be fine. Yes. Yeah, it, that is so true and it's so right. And I think it's so cool how God brings people, tangible people in your lives, like, and in your life to be able to show you, like, this is what an example looks like to how, how to yes. follow Christ and mm -hmm. to be discipled in a way that you can see it firsthand. Yes. Yeah. So my husband got discipled by Thomas. Yeah. And they finished and I got discipled by Anne. Um, we finished um, this year in February. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Um, it took us three years and one month. So worth it. Right. Every single meeting. I was learning a lot. Yeah. How to be a mom, how uh, to deal with sin, how the Holy Spirit works, how like salvation. So the process of discipleship has helped me a lot to grow in my relationship right. with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I wish everybody could take it. Yeah. Because, I mean, yes, it's going to cost you a lot and you're going to have vulnerable Mm. times and um but it's so worth it for you for your relationship yeah and for your relation with the lord and then your relationship with your friends your family your kids right you know? yeah i agree i think that um you know the word of god and being plugged into the local church and talking with the lord but being able to have somebody walk with you so if you have questions about what you've read or if you have yes. a, a conflict with somebody and can be like yes. i don't even know how to handle this because uh -huh. this is what i want to do uh -huh. <laughs> and yes. then your discipler can be like well, let's see what the bible says uh -huh. about that that until now that we already finished but i yeah. can still have that person to go yes to. yeah it's like yeah. always always your family yeah i love that so you shared about your childhood and just all the things that you had to adjust through and go through and the things that you learned um, growing up with being Catholic and then how you got saved and how you met your husband and just all the really cool things um, in your journey. What is God teaching you right now? Right now, um, in my identity. Yeah. Like, who am I in Christ? Right. And um, Ephesians, a really good book. Yes. Uh, that it has been teaching me about how he loves me, how, like, by grace, mm. I am saved. Yeah. It's not by my works. I don't have to. I don't have to be good for him. Right. You know, um, how he loves me. It doesn't matter what I do. He will never stop loving me. Mm. Like when I was saying, when he sees me, he doesn't see my sin. Right. And um, it was, it's been hard to just, I can say it with my mouth, but yeah. I want to believe it. And I am believing yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I want to believe it for me. I want to believe it for my, for my kids, to teach my kids. Right. He's, he has been so good yeah. to me. I mean, he, I couldn't imagine living in El Salvador without him. Mm. You know, it took what? three countries yeah he he brought me uh through all those countries and he was there i mean we could have been raped mm. 
on when we were coming here. We were alone with some men. Wow. M- me and my sister. My mom was in there. Oh, gosh. And, I mean, or killed. Yeah. Or kidnapped. But he, like, when I was in the supper shop, I was saying, and, man, God was just taking care of me, mm. you know, from there. Yeah. And I didn't understand that, like, God could take care of me like that. And I didn't see him because the people that needed to take care of me right. left. Yeah. He never does. Yeah. So how they have, when you're little and you felt that abandonment and then being able to get to know God who is faithful and never abandons and is always here every step, no matter your performance and what you do, like you were yes. saying, yeah. And like when you become a Christian, become a Christian, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it doesn't, everything goes away and you healed and now everything is going to be happy. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Yeah. Like I'm still struggling with some things. Right. And he's still, he's still teaching me. He will never stop teaching me. Right. Um, and I'm so thankful that, um, like my mom, I don't think I have told her before. I'm so glad she made the move. Mm-hmm. She brought us here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. And I'm thankful for just how vulnerable and open you are to share your story and all the hard things. Um, because I know that, you know, it's a, it's a hard life. There's people that have gone through things. And, you know, like I was telling you before we started, there's going to be people who... Um, don't have the courage to really either work through it or to talk about it, but maybe hearing the things that you went through, maybe will give them the courage to take a step of faith, you know, to get to know the Lord, to be reconciled like you were. I hope so. And they don't have to be holy to ask Jesus to come in. They don't have to wait until they have the things figured out. Yeah. They can do it now and, Mm-hmm. God is going to help them. Jesus is going to show them. Yeah. Because without the Holy Spirit, like you, you don't know. Yeah. I heard one time somebody said uh, about salvation, you don't have to like what you said. You don't have to be um, holy and righteous to come to the Lord. Does it make sense? Just like it would make uh-huh. sense to be clean before you get in the shower. Uh-huh. Like the whole point to yeah. get in the shower is yeah. to get clean. The whole uh-huh. point to come to Christ is to become righteous uh-huh. um, after you get saved. And so you're right. Like yes. there should be nothing that holds anybody back. Yes. And I hope like if you're listening and um, you feel like me, mm-hmm. that you're not worth it for God to love you. Let him. He has his hand like for Peter, mm. and he wants to help you. He wants to save you. Yeah, like he saved me. Yeah, I mean, I came to United States, lost. Mm. I was going to hell if I died on the way mm. when I was coming here. But he was, he was, he gave me another opportunity. And if you have an opportunity to. Like, if you want to accept Jesus, this is your opportunity. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Amen. And you can call Nicole. <laughs> you can call me. Um, yeah. I don't know. If you, if you know me, you can call me. Yeah. Um, but today is the day of salvation. Amen. Today you can change your eternity. 
forever. Mm. It's just a decision. You just need to accept the gift. You don't have to earn it. Mm. It's a free gift. Ephesians 2 and 9. Yeah. It's like what's holding you back, what's keeping you from having eternal security and peace and yes. love and somebody to lead you through the life and to forgive you of your sins. Yes. Yeah. And starting the new year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a fresh new year, 2024. I got saved. You can say that. Yeah. But I mean, you need to, you need to want it. It's, it's, you cannot get it from from Burger King or Chick-fil-A or whatever. <laughs> you cannot, or your parents, you cannot, Yeah, someone cannot want it for you. Mm. It's a decision that you need to make. Or like getting baptized when you're little. Yes. Yeah. It has to be when you're able to understand uh-huh. and accept it for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you for coming on here. You're welcome. I love you. Love you. <laughs> I just want to say thanks to Cindy again for being on. I really enjoy getting to hear people's journeys and just uh, how uh, they were saved and just all the different things that God's taught them along the way. It's really an encouragement to me. I hope it is to you as well. She also had some songs she wanted to um, share, and I'm going to add uh, these to this Spotify playlist, uh, this podcast Spotify playlist. It's been so long since I've said all this. Um, But the first song is All Because of Mercy by Casting Crown. The other one is Been So Good by Elevation Worship. And the third one is Worthy of It All. And I actually have that one um, on the playlist. But I'll add those tomorrow, so check it out. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you all later. (laughs) 